Welcome to Songs of Inspiration, a monthly podcast that brings you interviews and performances by local singer-songwriters with the goal to give space to the music community and share local artists' messages and stories with the world. I'm your host, Lars Wickman. Hey everyone, welcome back for another great episode of the Songs of Inspiration podcast. We're here in the studio today with Lainey Ryan and her band, and uh, they just dropped a new record called Tear It Down. Uh, thanks so much for being on the podcast, Lainey. Thank you so much for having me and my two bandmates that are here today. Yeah, Thank you. very cool. Um, so to start things off, um, can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started with music? Yeah, sure. Um so, I mean, I guess when I was really little, I was always pretty obsessed with music. Even like when I was six, I was buying records and sort of obsessively playing records and music was always around the house. My parents had a lot of records, but they didn't play an instrument. So I didn't really get into, you know, playing music really until I decided I wanted to take voice lessons when I was about 19 or 20. And um, so I did that for a bit. And then I had a friend who wanted a change of scene and she wanted to go to college out of state, but she was footing the bill. So she just was going to do a community college. And she asked me if I wanted to go to Florida. And I was like, well, I don't really want to go to Florida, but if you go to LA, I'd love to go and join a band. So I'll go with you if you go to LA. And so we did. Yeah, that was really cool. And um, we did that and she worked and went to school and I worked and, you know, joined this band. And I did that for about three or four years, and it was just a great experience. I didn't play guitar at the time. I was singing. I was really kind of a newbie, and um, they were much more seasoned players than I was. But Mm -hmm. I guess they kind of liked my tone and my drive to really practice a lot. I would go to like a rehearsal space on my own once a week, and then I would play with them once a week. And I was just really, you know, kind of into it, trying to kind of catch up and and learn everything I could and, and get my voice to kind of, you know, just sound good with all these songs that were already written, actually. Most of them were already written. And then I would write some new ones. And I just really loved, you know, playing shows and doing demos with them Mm -hmm. and, you know, and just, yeah, writing. So I guess I just started to really get into it, you know, from that. And yeah, so then when I came back um, years later, um, I moved back to Boston and, um, you know, I just got caught up in life and working Mm -hmm. and I ended up having kids and I just didn't really sing for quite a while. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I sang my kids to sleep and that was probably it for maybe 10 years. And um, I really, really missed it. It was like something inside me just, you know, was really empty because I wasn't doing it. Like I really, really, you know, I feel better always when I'm doing music and writing and things. Absolutely. And so, yeah. um, And then I basically, uh, it's funny, Amy Mann had this contest to, um, to do one of her songs called Freeway. And um, she wanted you to upload like, you know, a YouTube video of yourself doing Freeway. And um, I was kind of new to guitar. I just newly picked it up like maybe a year before and um, started slowly writing and getting into singing more. And I did that video contest just for fun, you know, just kind of to give myself something to do because I was just playing by myself. I didn't have, you know, a project or anything. And my husband at the time was a musician and he just really shared it to like everyone we know and Mm -hmm. I was kind of like I didn't tell anyone that I did it I didn't I was just kind of like embarrassed I don't know if it's good that kind of thing and he showed his co-workers and his family and his friends and just a lot of people came back and were like why aren't you doing this (laughs) you know wow he had no idea and I was like really 
you know, that kind of thing. I was like, yeah, I really do miss it. I want to do it. And that kind of gave me a push, you know, to get back into it. And, um, and I just kept writing more. You know, I was definitely like a closeted musician. I didn't even really tell many people that I had songs and I was really doing it. So a lot of the people around me weren't really into the same type of music. I was, you know, mm-hmm. in the world of moms and kids and it was great, but like, I just didn't really share that side of myself, yeah. I guess. And, um, but then I put in a Craigslist ad and I finally found um, a lead guitar player who played really well and was, you know, really a seasoned player, had been playing for decades, was in a lot of projects, even a couple of projects while we played. Mm-hmm. So it was really good for me to kind of, um, you know, play with him and learn how to harmonize. And, and he had originals and I had originals and we would do like farmer's markets and um, open mics and stuff like that. So I kind of got over some of my stage fright again because I hadn't played in for so long because yeah. you're, you know, people are walking by and they don't really care. You kind of background music, they kind of watch a little and they move on. You're yeah. like, this is fine. Like, I'm not really nervous with this, you know? <laughs> so that was really a good way for me to kind of get back into it <laughs> and play for three hours and, and just kind of have fun with it. And um, yeah, and then, you know, COVID hit and that kind of disappeared. And and then when COVID was over, I'd still kind of continuously wrote songs. And um, yeah, I just uh, found Sean, my lead guitar player, last March. Oh, wow. And um, then found Liv, my harmony singer and keyboard player, um, I think maybe in the fall. And my my um, drummer, Brian Lilienthal, um, got with him all Craigslist ads. I really lucked <laughs> out. And I, and it's not like I just, you know, put Craigslist ad out once and found these guys. But yeah, it yeah. was years of kind of doing an ad and, eh, you know, kind of finding someone not really work out too well. And, or you just meet people and go, mm, no, they're into like blues or whatever. They're not going <laughs> to really compliment what I'm doing. They don't know the bands I listen to, you know. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of lucked out and, you know, and now we're in this project and, you know, Sean's really driven to kind of help me push forward, which is really great. That's excellent. And um, yeah, it's been great. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It takes time to find that chemistry, but it once does. you do, it, it really um, is powerful yeah. um, in the sound that you can create with it. And right. Stuff. It's huge. And yeah. it's huge when you blend voices so well together with yeah. someone like Liv and I. I think we sing, you know, it sounds really great together. She's got a beautiful voice and, you know. Sean and Brian, they're just, everyone's easy to work with. Mm -hmm. They all like similar styles and a a variety of styles. And we all just kind of come together and have fun with it, you know? Very cool. So it's good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, Who's one of your favorite, who is one of your favorite artists growing up? Um, Well, let's see. Growing up, well, when I was really little, I loved Elton John. (laughs) Like I heard um, Benny and the Jets when I was like super little and I, it just like, blew my mind I just thought it was like the coolest song ever and I went to see him live at the Boston Garden and um, that was really great but I'd say like the first you know musician that I really got into their work and like followed them and and just got inspired by them as a musician and kind of was like oh I want to do this too sort of thing that would have been like Tori Amos for me I think oh cool yeah I really got into her music Um, I was out in LA at the time and um yeah, I just I just loved how, you know, she could do so much on piano and with her melodies and I saw her live and she's just so entertaining and so um just yeah, an amazing performer. Yeah, and great writer. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I love her music. Yeah. Yeah. Um did you have any mentors as you were uh starting out in music that kind of influenced you? Um not so much like direct mentors in the sense of someone sort of 
you know, guiding me really, but like my parents didn't play. No one really around me and my family or anything played. But um, I, I would say like my first band, because they were much more seasoned than I was, you know, and even the gentleman that I played in a duo with for, you know, maybe seven or eight years, they all were such seasoned players mm -hmm. that I learned so much from them, yeah. you know, kind of song structure, harmonies, blending guitars and, you know, just all that kind of thing. So right. and then actually <laughs> I got a one on one mentor um, like Zoom call with Ellis Paul. Oh, wow. Ellis Paul? Yeah, he's so cool. And even though, like, you know, my music is definitely not as folk, um, mm -hmm. but I somehow landed on his website and I saw that he was doing this. And um, I set up this call and I'd sent him like three or four of my songs. <clears throat> Excuse me. This was like last March. And um, he's like, you know, yeah, I don't really know your genre, mm -hmm. Lainey, but, you know, it's actually, your songs are actually pretty good. And I think you need to, you know, find your community. Because I told him I wasn't really doing much, you know, yeah. COVID had just ended and and I kind of, I didn't have any players, you know. And um, so I was kind of stagnant and he was like, you really need to find your people and maybe find someone to compliment you on guitar and play some lead and stuff and actually play Colors and Shadows while we were on the call. He played like some lead and I was singing that and it was really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. And so I got really inspired by that call. And um, I think in under a week, I was like, all right, let's do it again. Another Craigslist ad. And then Sean, you know, kind of appeared. And that's great. Yeah. And that's how that got going. So, yeah. Nice. That's, mm. that's really cool. You had that experience. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was great. Awesome. Yeah. Um, do you have any um, creative routines for writing that keeps you kind of in the flow? Not really. I wish I did. Because um, uh, I'm in, you know, I work and, you know, things get busy in, in life. But I kind of, I've tried to plan, you know, I want to write this night. I'm going to give myself two or three hours. Because <clears throat> I'm someone who can't just write a piece of a song. Because mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like it has to come through and like maybe be 90% done or I just yeah. won't be able to finish it. Mm -hmm. I'm not one of those people who can have pieces everywhere. I'll get too overwhelmed. I won't know how to connect them and finish them. Mm -hmm. So it's like I need this, you know, big space of time. It's like I need two, three, four hours to really write yeah. at least. Um, and so that's hard to come by and carve out, you know, in a schedule. But um, when I've done that and I've tried to plan, it's kind of like I just freeze instantly. Yeah. Like I can't think of anything. Like I'm walking around day to day thinking, oh, I'd love to write a song about this or that. And that's a cool theme or whatever. But then I sit down, I'm like, oh, I don't know what to write, you know? Yeah. And it's just like nothing comes. But so I think the thing that works best for me and um, I never know when it's going to happen, honestly, <laughs> it's like I'll just be doing my other songs, you know, yeah. and at the end there, I'll be like, oh, you know, it's not too late. I'll just sort of noodle around and, you know, oh, there's like a cool chord progression. I kind of followed it along and maybe I'll hear like a line of lyric, you know, and I just kind of go with it. And I grab my pen and paper and I grab my phone, I you know, record. And then like I look up, you know, two to three hours later and I'm like, oh, I think I have a song, you know. That's cool. Yeah. So that it's almost like they have to sneak up on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't plan like when I'm going to write. And um, maybe that'll change someday. But so far, this is how it's been working for me. Nice. So, yeah. yeah that, I've experienced that, too, where songs mm -hmm. just sort of sneak up on yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like two in the morning. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And it feels like you were there for half an hour and it's like yeah. four hours later. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> right. Then you know you're in your yeah. flow and you're doing what you love. So yeah. It's, it's so always cool. a good feeling to, yeah. to, to do that. I remember I, there was a song I did a little while back that I started writing it and then woke up the next morning and was like, oh, I have the ending. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, so yeah, that's awesome. That's really always cool. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Yeah. Um, what was the biggest challenge you faced uh, pursuing music? Yeah, well, it's it's still currently going on, and that's the time, you yeah. know, to really dig in and write more and, you know, refine stuff that I already have. I have a lot of songs that, you know, I don't actively play that I'd like to revisit and kind of change up a couple things or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, finding the time is a big thing. And, you know, I guess the biggest challenge early on was finding the right people, Yeah, you know, which I'm really glad now I think I have, you know, players that really work well with my project and we have a great time. And so I'm super grateful. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you released a new album recently. Can you tell us a little bit about the creative process for that and uh, a little bit about what it's uh, written about and stuff? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that EP, it's a five song EP. It's called Tear It Down. It's a group of songs that most of them were written in the last three years. Mm -hmm. um, there's one older one, uh, Satisfied, that I wrote maybe eight or nine years ago. And I kind of pulled it in because sometimes I write so many melancholy songs that I'm like, oh, this one's a little bit more bouncy, you know, mm -hmm. mid-tempo or whatever. I'll use that. And I kind of thought the lyrics were, you know, kind of appropriate for these days. So yeah. I brought that one forward. And then, um, but yeah, so it's just um, the same creative process, you know, I guess of, of writing them and then just, you know, bringing them to the band and having them write their parts to it and kind of add to it, make it fuller and, mm -hmm. You know, and then just, yeah, taking it into the studio. And and I actually had John Sands play on it, Amy Mann's drummer. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, he's great. He he came and played on all the songs but This Path. Very actually, cool. my drummer, Brian Lilienthal, knew him and kind of hooked me up with him. And he had taken a couple of lessons from him. And um, so that worked out really well. And um, so I think when I, when Sean and I had just started um, in the studio. We actually were just kind of a duo actually at that mm -hmm. point. Liv wasn't quite with us yet. We had just met Brian. Um, for his work, he travels a lot. And so I was like, I, you know, I need a drummer for this. And he was like, oh, you know, I think I, I don't know if I mentioned John Sands. I've kind of always had him in the back of my head because he's local. I'd love to use him on, you know, some studio tracks. But, um, and so that kind of worked out that way. And um, we kind of started in December recording and then my schedule and the, you know, um, the engineer schedule didn't align till mm -hmm. like March, you know, oh, wow. and things just kind of kept, you know, I, I was hoping to have it out by, you know, June or something, but then I decided to, um, put this other song on there that Brian, the drummer, um, he played on is called this path. Mm -hmm. And, um, by then I had like a full, you know, project of people and, um, yeah, we did a video for it. And then I was like, oh, this came out pretty good. We did it in three takes in the studio, this oh, local wow. studio. And I didn't think we we're going to do anything really with it except for use it for the video. Yeah. It was like kind of a cool place to play. We played in the studio and just have decent audio. And I was like, wait, why don't I just put this on the EP? So I kind of dragged it out even longer. But it's nice to have, you know, my all my players on there. That's cool. Yeah. So that did you guys really do well. like live tracks or did you break it out? No, we, well, yeah, we just all played together that's on that cool. one. Yeah. And, um, yeah, third take, we nailed it and it was like, wow, that sounded really good. Let's just keep that, you know? And, um, I think it kind of taught me going forward. I want to do more of that, Yeah, you know, rather than just build it track by track, which is great too, but it just takes so much longer Yeah, then you overthink everything and, you know, I'll sit there and do like eight, nine, 10, you know, attempts yeah. of vocals. And I'm like, I don't really have to do that. You know what I mean? 
And um, so it's kind of nice when you're all live and you're really feeling it to just get it and just capture it and be done. <laughs> it feels a lot more natural. It that does. Way too. It yeah. really does. Yeah, yeah. You can get into it way more. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I remember when we connected, you worked with uh, Sean McLaughlin, who's a friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, his part in the project? Yeah. So um, we wanted to mix and um, this is like in the spring and then we were working with um, Dave Minahan at Woolly Mammoth. He's great. He recorded uh, most of the songs, I guess, all of them except for This Path. And um, and so he had kind of a crazy schedule that just didn't align with mine. It was mm-hmm. going to be months out, you know, a couple months to really mix. And so I jumped over to 37 Foot Productions mm-hmm. to do the mix there. And um, it was great. And then that's when I came in. I actually did another song with Sean uh, McLaughlin that didn't make it on the EP and um, it's called How Long. I just went in there one day by myself, actually. And I was like, I just want to get this one recorded because I don't want to put it on anything else really, you know, in the future sort of yeah. thing. I want It was one of these like breakup songs. I kind of just wanted to record and be done with yeah. and not have to do it on a future kind of release. I might put it out as, as a single, but it was so much fun. Like we went in for the day at a whole entire day and I just had guitar and a drum beat. I told him kind of I had the sound kind of idea in my head. And, um, you know, and the vocals and he just, he put down the bass and Mm -hmm. he built the drum beat and, uh, we just had a bunch of fun with pedals and like, you know, just building it up and, um, on the break. And he put this really cool lead on at the end and we just, we had a blast with it that day. Yeah. Yeah. So that, and then he just ended up mixing all the rest of them and then I had it mastered and yeah, that was it. That's great. Yeah. Very cool. It was great. What would you say uh, the song that has the most personal meaning to you is from this record? Yeah, um, that would definitely be um, Turn Back Around. And it's probably because it's about me not prioritizing music Mm -hmm. and not, and like always kind of shelving it and put it, you know, kind of on the back burner. And um, in, let's see, in 2020, my best friend's mom passed away and it was, um, kind of a moment where I was like, wow, you know, she was like an aunt to me. I was like, stuff is really just, you know, moving quickly, life's moving fast. And I'm still really not where I want to be with this thing that I've always wanted to do. And so I wrote the song kind of about getting over my procrastination mm-hmm. with it, you know, and not overthinking it. And, you know, I didn't have a plan. It's kind of just like about just move forward, you know, yeah. just, just do it, jump in and just do it, you know? And, um, and so that song is about, you know, me kind of getting going with it and just, uh, you know, doing that thing I always wanted to do. Yeah. And not letting life get in the way. So yeah, I I would say that's definitely the most meaningful one on it. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, what's one piece of advice you'd give to, uh, singer songwriters that are just starting out? Oh, well, I would definitely say if you, you know, love music and you love songwriting you know, just keep at it. And it's kind of one of those things like everything else, the more you do it, you know, um, you're going to get better and better. And if you love the process, you know, just get lost in it, you know, just be authentic. Um, I have this like sticky note that I've kind of had, you know, wherever I play music in my music space, like for years, and it's doubt is the enemy of art. Yes. So it's so true, right? awesome. Yeah. So don't overthink it. Like even if you're a beginner and you don't love your voice yet. I've been there. You don't play guitar that great or whatever, but you love what you're doing and you realize you get lost in it. That's your thing. Just keep doing it. I would say just keep, yeah, just find your voice and, nice. and keep at it. Yeah. 
I love that. I love yeah. the doubt is the enemy of art. It is. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. um, awesome. Where can we find your music? Yeah. So um, it's on the regular like streaming platforms, Spotify, Amazon, and um, Apple Music. Mm-hmm. And you can find me at laneyryan.com, L-A-N-E-Y, ryan.com. And like all my social media pages are there and stuff like that. So Very Facebook, cool. Instagram, all that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Lainey, thank you for being on the podcast today. Thank you for and having me. I'm really excited to hear uh, some music. So um, awesome. let's jump into the performance. Sounds great. Thank you. Okay, this song is called This Path, and it's the single off of the new EP, Tear It Down. Two, three, four. Alive. 
This song is called Colors and Shadows, and it's off the new EP, and it's about the pandemic. Two, three, four. Where's the sturdy ledge now? I'm watching birds all day, looking for balance, strong song is called Will Stars Align. It's not on the EP. Um, it's an older song that has had various iterations and keeps kind of coming back. Um, it's about online dating. Mm -hmm. 
So again, my name is Lainey Ryan, L-A-N-E-Y, Ryan, and you can find um, my website, laineyryan.com, all my social media is on there. The EP is Tear It Down, and it's found on all the streaming platforms, Spotify, Amazon Music, and um, Apple Music. So yeah, thank you again, Lars. We had fun. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Songs of Inspiration. Until next time, keep supporting live music, stay safe, and be well. This podcast is produced by True to the Vision Music. For more information, check out LarsWhitman.net.